Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WDW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WDW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Have some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning For the headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort, it's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. We're at 984 days. No nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. I want to start with this today. And if you've got your credit card near you, if you've got your debit card, your checkbook, anything else, go go put it in a safe. Go put it in a lockbox right now because you might want to. To resist temptation. And I want to ask you this. Well, no, I want to start with this. We all strive for one thing in life, right? And for most of us, that's to, you know, provide for ourselves, our family, and stuff by working a job that pays well enough for us to be able to enjoy one thing that we all have in common as a Disney community. And that's going on vacation to the Disney parks. It doesn't matter if it's Disneyland or Disney World, you know. I mean, we all want to go as much as financially possible. That's the thing. But every it seems like every single year we are dealt with a financial blow from Disney. That makes it just a little harder to take a trip to a Disney park. You know, park tickets, prices, you know, they rise. Resort prices rise. Merchandise prices rise. Dining prices rise. So on and so on. You get it. Yet your paychecks struggle to kind of keep up with wanting to do these things because for a lot of reasons. And that kind of brings us to yet another increase coming from Disney when it comes to prices. And so far, 
since Disney announced this, the most repetitive comment I continue to see on social media is this. Disney is slowly blocking average income families from vacation at the Disney parks and resorts. Now, I don't know if that is true or not, you know, for the average income family, but that's what a lot of people are saying. And I can understand where they're coming from. For some, you know, it might feel that way, though. That's the thing. But first, I want to talk about this increase that Disney has made and the way that they did it. I didn't like it once whatsoever, but this is the way they did it. It all began with Walt Disney World announcing that Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be some of the first guests to experience Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Now, we've all kind of wondered for a couple of months now, since we knew that Galaxy's Edge was going to be opening in August. We were all kind of wondering, well, what's gonna, Disney going to do for like maybe a soft open status or a preview status or anything else? This is what they have decided to do. So, if you're a current annual pass holder, Platinum, Platinum Plus, Premier, you're going to get to see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge early. There's going to be some special preview opportunities that are being planned and it's all going to happen before the official opening of the land on August 29th, 2019. Now, capacity is going to be limited and registration is going to be on a first-come, first-serve basis. As we get more information about the registration details, about the preview and all that other stuff, we will share it with you. But right now, if you're a current annual pass holder you may want to you know verify all the information on your my disney experience account your email address everything else to let you know when information is released okay now the thing is that same evening while we were all sleeping in our beds dreaming of galaxies far far away and before people even had a chance to upgrade their passes because you notice silver annual pass holders are not included in this. If you're a silver annual pass holder, you don't get to do this preview. So before folks even had a chance to upgrade their passes, Walt Disney World announced a price increase literally overnight on annual passes. So they give you this great opportunity of getting to possibly preview Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and then they go, hold on one second, hold on. Before we release any of that information, and before everybody wakes up tomorrow, let's raise the prices of annual passes. What a marketing strategy by Disney. Wow. Love that money. Love that cash. Love that cha-ching sound, don't you? Now then, I'm going to give you these prices. A lot of you know them already. For those who don't, this is for you. I'm going to give you the Florida resident price first, and then I'm going to give you the out-of-state price, okay? So a Platinum Pass, previously $849, is now $999. And then for out-of-state, previously $994, now $1,219. 
What an increase, right? It's crazy. Now, platinum, previously 749 for Florida residents, 899 now. Out of state, previously 894, now $1,119. For Florida residents, a gold pass, previously $609, now $699. The silver, previously $479, now $519. Theme park select, no price change, still $439. The weekday select is going to be $349. Epcot after four, $309. Water parks is $139. And water parks after two is $89, previously $79. But those increases for Platinum Plus, Platinum, whew, man, that's expensive. If you're not a Florida resident, ouch. Because the good thing about it is a Florida resident can pay off that $999 monthly. If you're an out-of-state resident, you can't do that. Ouch, Disney. Seriously, that's crazy. Now then. If you are interested in the Disney Premier Passport, it went from $1,949 to $2,099. Wow. If you're a DVC member and you want an annual pass, for a Platinum Pass, you're going to pay $999. For a platinum, I'm sorry, for platinum plus pass is $999. For a platinum pass, $899. And for a gold pass, $699. And a lot of people are already saying, I can't afford this. I literally cannot afford this. Some, what, $200? Over. Over. It's crazy. Nuts. There's reasons. Now then, it wasn't just the annual passes. Just after annual pass increases happened for Walt Disney World, another increase came in. And (laughs) it's that thing that I just really despise a lot is resort parking. So if you make a reservation on after June the 18th, which is, of course, now, if you make a reservation for 2020, or 2019 for that matter, I guess. Any reservation made after June the 18th, period, is subject to higher parking fees at resort hotels. So now, for reservations made June 18th and thereafter for arrivals in 2020, I forgot that part, so there you go. Disney Value Resorts, you will now pay $15 a night. Monterey Resorts, you will pay $20 a night. Deluxe and Deluxe Villa Resorts, $25 a night. Now, there is still complimentary parking available to guests staying at the campsites over at Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Now, valet parking, that is available. It happens at Disney Deluxe Resorts and Disney Deluxe Villas for $33 a night. If you're staying in those, you can probably afford it, I guess. If you're a DVC member, guess what? You don't have to pay for parking at Resort Hotel. And you don't have to pay for parking at DVC Deluxe Villas either. So you're okay. Now, if you're just going to visit the resort, it stays standard. Complimentary self-parking is available. 
If you want to go shopping, you want to do entertainment, recreation, dining, whatever, at Disney Resort Hotels, you do not have to pay. But now, paying to park your vehicle at a Disney Resort goes up in price as well. All within like, what, 48 hours? Golly, Moses. Ooh. But the thing is, even after all that, and people will sit there and say, you know, you know what? I just can't afford it anymore. I just can't do it. Even after all that, and how disappointed we all are in this situation. And this is just DV, this is just annual pass holders we're talking about here. Even after all that, we still continue to find ways to cut corners financially and take a Disney vacation and get our annual passes. It's like I said before, we'll sit there and we'll say after a price increase, you know, you know, well, that's fine. I, I just won't go to Disney anymore. I'll take my money elsewhere. But then what do you do? You still take a trip to a Disney park or you still buy that annual pass. Now, at the same time, you know, a lot of people have made their vacations a little more budget friendly. Kind of like Nicole and I, we are still annual pass holders. It's about to end this summer, but we are right now. And we've actually saved money by becoming annual pass holders. By, you know, not staying on Disney property. We stay, you know, around the Disney area, but we don't stay on property. Plus, and, and I hate to say this, from what I hear, there's a very affordable value resort over at Universal that a lot of people are talking about. And it's making them think twice about doing a Disney Resort value stay. Because apparently this value resort that Universal has is cheaper than Disney and nicer than Disney. I mean, really, what? Are there so many benefits now that we enjoy as Disney Resort guests? What, you, what extra magic hours? What? Are they really that magical anymore? Seems to me that the after-hours events are starting to take over. Disney figured out a way to get more money out of people. And people were willing to pay it and were like, Hmm, well, we can start canceling extra magic hours for these paid events. Let's keep doing them. Plus, now at the same time, you've got good neighbor resort hotels that are not Disney but are allowed to go for extra magic hours or go and get fast passes, stuff like that. Extra magic hours just aren't so magical anymore, folks. Sure, the dining plan is nice, but ah, gee whiz, I don't know. And then you're paying for parking. I haven't had to do that yet out in town where, where I stay. And I've stayed at a few places. So far, they have not said you have to pay this much to park every single night. And if you're an annual pass holder, you get free parking at the parks. You don't have to worry about paying. It just, man, it's crazy. Now, at the same time, as much as we don't like seeing the fact that Disney raises prices on tickets, resorts, annual passes, DVC memberships, all that other stuff... There are, in my opinion, actual reasons as to why they're raising their prices. And believe this or not, and you may disagree with me, but this is what I think. Believe it or not, it's because of what you and I have been demanding for years. Because for the longest time, we have kind of lacked 
in new experiences. Same old stuff going on. Same old type of festivals. The same old shows and fireworks. Or lack thereof. Whatever you want to call it. Think about it. We got the new expansion for Fantasyland. Okay, that was great. And we got Pandora, the world of Avatar. Now we're getting Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're also going to be getting the Star Wars Hotel. Epcot is going to be reimagined. We're getting a Tron roller coaster. These are the new experiences coming. New resort hotels are coming up, building up right now. Updated resort rooms, the Disney Skyliner, updated roadways, better Disney Springs experience. Remember what it looked like before it became Disney Springs? It was pretty bad. And even more and more and more. Those lack of experiences that we didn't get for so long and we demanded for are now coming. But now here's the thing. We wanted it. We're getting it. But Disney has to pay for these things that you wanted, that you wanted, that I wanted, that all Disney fans wanted. More new, fresh ideas and experiences from Disney. That is what we have been waiting for. Disney needs the money. They've created now a streaming service. Bought the majority of the stock for Hulu. 20th Century Fox, all that stuff. Just buying up stuff left and right. They need money. They need money. That's why you're going to see these this crazy price increase when it comes to annual passes. That's why you're going to continue to see these prices go up on just parking your vehicle at a resort hotel. Plus, at the same time, when Disney announced that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was opening in August over at Hollywood Studios, from what I am being told, the sales of Disney packages in the fall drastically plummeted at an alarming rate, really badly. So, what better way to try and break even from all of that than to announce annual pass holders can get into Galaxy's Edge early and then the next morning, oh, we just raised the rates. It's genius. It's smart. People are going to find a way to pay it. People will pay it. But at the same time, I guarantee you that Disney is going to be rolling out the special discounts to increase the amount of fall packages booked at Walt Disney World. Things are just going to keep going up in prices because people are still going to buy it. That's just the way it is. But I'm not done. I'm not finished, okay? And the thing is, and this may be something small, but it's another way that Disney is just is getting your money. You know, earlier this year, we talked about how Walt Disney World was, you know, Releasing an entire collection of uh, reusable shopping bags, you know, getting rid of the plastic ones that they always put out. And they were themed to each of the four parks there as well as Disney Springs. And when the, the bags became available, very reasonable price. I'm talking $1, $1.50 and $2 for the small, medium and large size bags. Well, this past Tuesday, the prices for those bags went up. Now they're $2, $2.50 and $3. I mean, <laughs> I understand you're getting rid of the plastic 
better for the environment, and that's all great, and that's all wonderful. But you haven't even had these bags around for a full year, and you're already increasing the price on the bags. Otherwise, you better take a backpack with you to Walt Disney World because you're not going to have anything to put your merchandise in. Unless you're wearing it right then and there, or something else you've got to throw in your backpack, or if you're staying at a resort room, have it sent to your room. But not, like I said before, not everybody is staying on property these days because of the prices. They're staying on 192 or they're staying at Universal. So they've got to have something to put these, this merchandise in. Disney's like, oh, hey, look here. Pretty bag, $1. Well, now they're saying, oh, look here. Pretty bag, $2. What's next? What is next, Disney? I mean, are you going to start putting a coin slot on bathroom doors? Are you going to say to people, you can go to the bathroom for free if you use a Tier 1 Fast Pass, or you can pay $750? Is it going to... I know it's not going to come to that. I, I know, but I'm just saying, hypothetically. Is that, what they, is that what you're going to do next? Charge people to go to the bathroom? Get your money that way? Gee whiz. I under, and the thing is, I get it. I do get it. The cost... Of just things that you produce, the cost of food, the cost of merchandise, the cost of electricity. I'm not going to say wages, because Disney employees, <laughs> their their wages practically never get increased. It's it's very sad for them. But all this other stuff, you know, all the things that Disney has to pay for, the stuff, the price of this stuff raises, and that's why we see these price increases. But to have that much of a price increase for an annual pass, it just floors me. It really does floor me. I mean, I'm not going to get to go to Walt Disney World again until 2021. I can't even imagine what the price is for an annual pass is going to be then. And we're half tempted to not do it again. And this is just another reason why. Nicole and I have gotten our money's worth when it comes to our annual pass. Since we both got ours, I think we've been to Walt Disney World three times, and each time has been for weekend trips. So they pretty much paid for themselves. We're good. We're okay. But are we going to be able to afford it in the, in the future? With these types of price increases? I mean, again, let, let's look at this real quick. Platinum Pass for those who are out of state. Previously, $994. Okay. Now, $1,219. It's a difference of $225. Over $200. It's crazy. Absolutely nuts. So the real question is, are you going to pay for it? Are you going to buy an annual pass now? Maybe you didn't have one previously, but you wanted one now. Are you still going to buy one? Or if you're currently an annual pass holder, are you going to renew it? That's my question. Looking for your answers. Send them to DW60 at SR Sounds. 
Time for emails. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time. (laughs) Couple of emails to get to for the show this week. First one comes from Brandon. Says, hi, Jeff, Sylvia, and I were listening to you a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about the building a lightsaber kit at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And we are both in agreement with you that the outside pieces should make, should be available to buy separately instead of having to buy a whole new lightsaber. Loving the show. Keep up the great work as always. That's from Brandon Armstrong. So if if you're not sure what I'm talking about, a couple weeks ago, I did talk about the uh, uh, lightsaber experience at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and how you get to build a lightsaber. You choose from four different lightsaber types that you want to build. And, of course, uh, how Disney gives you the opportunity to buy extra kyber crystals at Sevi's workshop uh, for your lightsaber and everything. Uh, And I love the idea, and from what I have read, the experience seems definitely probably worth the $199 that you're paying. It seems like it definitely is. The pictures that I've seen, they look fantastic. But what I talked about was, sure, maybe some of the pieces of the elemental lightsaber I like, but I also like some of the pieces from power and control as well. So what I wanted Disney to do, and I hope they do this in the the future, uh, let's say I buy the elemental pieces for my lightsaber. But I wanted to add a piece from power and control to it. What I want Disney to do is make those pieces available to buy separately over at the workshop. I don't need to buy a whole new lightsaber to get the pieces. I just want maybe one or two. Make the whole set available, but I only want to use one or two. I want to mix and match. I really want to make it my own. I really want to be creative with my lightsaber because you can take it apart because you have to to change out the kyber crystal. So make these extra sets that are available to choose from initially available for purchase afterwards as well. I've already got the main piece that I need to put them all together. So why do I have to go and pay another $200 for these pieces when I want to mix and match? I want to get a little flair going with my lightsaber when I walk around with her or when I show it off or Halloween or whenever you're going to have it. You know, just mix and match. That's what I was talking about. That's what Brandon is referring to. And I hope that they do something like that coming up in the future at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. All right, time for the next email. Comes from Brandy Harris. Says, Mr. Davis. (laughs) No, you don't have to call me Mr. Davis. I'm just Jeff, right? (laughs) All right, so she says, I adore listening to your show. I adore listening to you on Sorcerer Radio, and I trust your advice So I have a question. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now I'm nervous. All right. My husband and I are going to Disney World for our anniversary from September 8th through the 12th. We've been about 30 times, so we aren't amateurs. But I'm concerned about the crowds that will come along with Galaxy's Edge opening. We do not plan on going to Hollywood Studios for that very reason. But do you think the crowds will spill over heavily into the other parks during that time? Should we reschedule our trip? Thanks so much, 
Brandy Harris. Brandy, that is a uh, that's a very very good question. Initially at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you are going to see an influx of people trying to get into Galaxy's Edge. There's no doubt about that. And what concerns me about your trip is the fact that Disney can only allow so many people into Galaxy's Edge. And so a lot of people are going to be turned away, turned away and you know and told we're at capacity, we can't take any more. So these people are going to do one of two things. They are either going to stick around in that area and come back later to see if they can get into Galaxy's Edge. If not, they may just, you know, stick around Hollywood Studios or they may go to a different park. You know this. So I do think in some form or fashion, you are going to see those crowds go towards other places like the Animal Kingdom, a water park, the Magic Kingdom, stuff like that. At the same time, I do think the crowds may be a little less intense in those other parks. But here's the thing. A lot of other people are going to be thinking the exact same thing that you guys are. Saying to themselves, you know what, I'm not going to deal with going to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge or even Hollywood Studios during my vacation. I don't want to deal with it. I'll see it next year or whatever. We'll just go to the other parks. A lot of people are going to be saying that exact same thing. So in reality, you may not see any change whatsoever in the other three theme parks at Walt Disney World. It may be business as usual. That's the possibility of it all. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think you should reschedule to your trip. I don't think you should do that at all. You take a chance any time of the year these days when you go to Walt Disney World as to what the crowds are going to be. The benefit that you have that others are not going to have who are going to be there for the opening and stuff like that. One, you're going in September and you're going after Labor Day. I believe. You are. Yeah. That's going to be Monday, September the 2nd is Labor Day. So you're going after Labor Day. So all of those summertime vacationers, they're done. Majority of the kids are all back in school when you're going. The crowds that you're going to be dealing with are those who have got annual passes, those who are local, those who live in the state of Florida, and just going for the weekends and stuff like that. That's the type of crowds that you're going to be dealing with. The major vacationing summer portion is over with. So you have that advantage in a way. But then at the same time, Galaxy's Edge will have only been open for a a week and a few days. There's still going to be a lot of people who want to see it. So you're still going to have to deal with those, those crowds, you know. So I don't think you should reschedule. I think you should just go for it. Plus, you're... Your anniversary is kind of special at the same time. And plus, if you're going to Walt Disney World for your anniversary, makes it even more magical. I say go with it. Take a chance. Whether you deal with a lot of crowds or not, just simply enjoy your anniversary. Those are your headlines and your emails. From the Walt Disney World Resort, you're on Press Row. 
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Switzerland Radio, srsounds.com. Howdy, partners. Did you hear that the folks over at Expedition Roasters have hit gold? Gold Rush Churro flavor, that is, in Prospector's Roast. It's Expedition Roasters' latest specialty coffee release. This creation arose when the Prospector's Churros were left on the mountain blasting site. Next thing you know, there's a big thunder blast, and it's raining churro dust into the campfire coffee. Eureka! A churro snack and a coffee roast. Now brew up a cup and hold on, because this here's the wildest coffee in the wilderness. And don't forget to check out their huge selection of pop culture-themed coffees, teas, and gear. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use code MAGIC15 for 15% off an order with us. That's MAGIC15 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime. And enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at magicallyscented.com. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. If you want to hear DW60 in its entirety, listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcast. Have a magical day. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com. Ready for some fun in the Disney parks? Don't forget your Sorcerer Radio gear. The Sorcerer Radio Shop has everything you need to show your SR pride in the parks. Pins, shirts, hats, and more. Before you begin your vacation, stop by the Sorcerer Radio Shop at srsounds.com shop. Oh, man, they're in my head again. Not having a good day and those monkeys are in your head again? Relax, let a little magic in instead. For all the magical fun, go to DisneyLiveCams.com. Hi, 
This is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.